everyone, and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. I am Vic Batista, a local web minister, Nathan Jones of Lamb and Lion Ministry. We're transmitting live from our Aventura station in Miami, Florida. So we ask that you keep us in prayer for our technology and everything will work without any problems. Our lines will be open. The local number is 305-992-9537 if you'd like to call in or text in with your questions or your comments. And of course, today's subject matter will be that of a prophetic birth. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18, Isaiah chapter 7 and Isaiah chapter 9 as we see the prophetic birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if you will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to, to study your word, to understand you better. And Lord, just teach us about who you are, what you have in store for us, Lord, and the hope that we can have in you. Thank you, Lord, for all who are listening in. May you be blessed uh, by their listening, and may they be blessed by knowing you better in your precious and wonderful name. Amen. Mm, amen. Thank you again. You're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Dave Batista and Nathan Jones, we're talking about a prophetic birth. Today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information at calvaryaventura.com or on Facebook on JN832. But before we continue today's program, I welcome my special guest to the second edition of this program, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's a great to have you here again. Hey, brother, thanks for having me on. I don't know why you put up with me, but here I am again, and it's all your fault. <laughs> well, I, there's nobody else in Texas that will work with me. <laughs> well, the whole state, huh? Okay. <laughs> Out of the whole state. <laughs> Actually, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for joining me uh, once again, Nathan. Uh, we had a lot of fun in the previous program, and it went very quickly. So I'm glad that you're here with us again. And of course, Nathan, just very briefly before we continue, maybe you can share a little bit about your ministry, Lamb and Lion, Dr. Reagan, and all the wonderful things that are going on there. Some contact information. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I serve as web minister and associate evangelist with Lamb and Lion Ministries, founded by Dr. David Reagan. Uh, most people know our ministry because of our television show, Christ and Prophecy, which is on 17 networks all over the world. And the purpose of that show and this ministry is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We believe that the signs of the times point to the fact that Jesus is coming soon. We're excited about that. We want to share that. And folks can learn more about us on our website at lamblion.com. There they can watch our television show. They can read articles, uh, get resources, sign up for our newsletter and social groups, and uh, read our blog. And we just have so much going on. We want to teach people about Jesus, help them grow in their faith and their hope in Jesus in return. Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. And of course, for those of you that are watching live, you can check out that webpage there and also all the wonderful uh, information. And I would encourage you guys to um, uh, grab hold of all these wonderful resources. It's, it's so educational and what a great wealth of knowledge. And of course, Nathan, not only that, but man, I was so excited because when I visit you guys, Dr. Reagan blessed me uh, with this uh, great material from his book, uh, Revelation, an overview uh, of Revelation, and this material is so good, tell Dr. Reagan I'm stealing it for my <laughs> Bible teachings on Wednesdays. <laughs> well, that's the idea, man, <laughs> to get the information out there and help people teach. That's one of really the, the primary functions of our ministry is, is to help churches teach the 31% of the Bible that is Bible prophecy. A lot of churches, they skip that because, you know, they, they just don't have time or, or they might be scared or, or they're worried they're going to misinterpret it. And so our ministry comes along and helps churches, and that is one of the materials among many, many CDs, books, videos that we have 
to teach people Bible prophecy and help them grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So I'm highlighting that right now, Nathan, as well as yeah, your yeah. wonderful videos there for people to check it out, man. It's just wonderful resources, and I really love this material. And uh, I started uh, on Wednesdays as part of the Truth Will Set You Free, our Revelation Overview. And uh, again, this is just a great resource, uh, as well as many others, but we encourage people to check it out. And so thank you, Nathan, and thank you, uh, Dr. Reagan, for this wonderful uh, resource. It's great. Praise the Lord, brother. I'm glad it's uh, useful for you and your church members. Absolutely. So, Nathan, thank you for sharing those resources. Again, the idea is to encourage people, like you said, Nathan, to check out uh, things that would help them uh, with their walk with the Lord and to grow in understanding the signs of the times and the exciting times in which we live in. So, thank you so much, Nathan. Amen, brother. Thank you. Awesome. And of course, Nathan, uh, in our previous programs, we've been talking about uh, Psalm 83 war. We talked about the Ezekiel 38, 39 war. We talked a little bit about uh, the signs of the times and things that were coming. But one of the greatest prophetic signs of all time is that one of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, how that came about, uh, dates and years, and uh, you know, how far back do we go with this? Wow, do you want me to tell you the Christmas story? Kind of, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there, there's uh, 109 distinct prophecies, 300 general prophecies throughout the Old Testament that prophesied the coming of the Messiah, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, God incarnate. He would come down uh, as a man so he could relate to us. He would uh, live a sinless life. He would suffer and die, uh, giving up his life for us. And then he would beat death by being resurrected and coming back to life again. And Jesus Christ fulfilled each and every one of those 109 prophecies. And therefore, we have celebrate Christmas. We look back at the day where God came among man as in the form of Jesus Christ, his son, and gave us the hope that we have in the future. That if we give our lives to Jesus Christ, we accept him as the son of God and Savior. We put our faith and trust in him. Yeah. He promises to take that punishment of our sin onto himself. And then since he beat death, that sin is defeated. We can leave a, leave a life that is uh, forgiven. The guilt is gone. And we have hope for the future of living in God's kingdom, heaven forever. Isn't that, and what a wonderful gift, right, Nathan? You know, this, this Christmas, I think one of the best gifts that we could give is that of Jesus Christ. And it doesn't cost anything. Those are the best gifts, right, Nathan? Yeah, you know. It, we, it is a free gift to us when we put our faith and trust in Him, but for God, it cost Him everything. Yes. It cost Him the life of His Son. It cost Him, uh, He had to give up uh, much of His power while He was on earth. Uh, you know, think about uh, being you who you are now, but then being going back to being a baby again, where everybody had to take care of you and change your diaper and feed you and <laughs> stuff like that. That's how it was for God. He had to give up all that to be in the form of a human even as a baby, and uh, so he did that for us. He suffered a terrible death of crucifixion on the cross, uh, beating and flogging beforehand, and he died and so he descended into hell, and there so he has experienced the eternal death as well, but he beat death, he came back to life, and uh, because of that, we can beat death, we can have the same victory that Jesus had when we put our faith and trust in him. Amen. What a wonderful word of encouragement, Nathan. And of course, this story we find that we throughout the whole Bible in Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 uh, through uh, 25 
and we find this wonderful story. And Nathan, I, I wanted to see, maybe we can go through a, a reading some of those verses. Maybe someone is uh, new to the Bible. Maybe they're not, they don't know where in the Bible the story is found. And I thought maybe we could uh, touch on those uh, verses there, Nathan. If you might be able to read for us uh, Matthew uh, chapter 1, verses um, 18 uh, through 25. Would that be okay? Certainly, certainly, yeah. If you want to know about the birth of Jesus Christ, read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They tell the life story of Jesus Christ, God coming down as man. And uh, I think you picked a great one, Pastor Vic, Matthew chapter 1, <laughs> verse 18 reads, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, in other words, they had marital relations, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being just a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord throughout the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. And Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Mm, that is awesome. So Nathan, we notice here that his name implies his mission. You read some really wonderful things for us there. Anything that stood out at you, Nathan, when you were reading this verse? Every time I, I hear this story or read this story, it just excites me. Well, uh, the top uh, number one thing that stands out to me is the fact that Jesus was born of a virgin birth. In other words, that uh, no man had intercourse with Mary to produce him. In other words, that Jesus was the Son of God, mm. and he could also be called the Son of Man. In other words, through Mary. So he was both God and man at the same time. He was divine, and he was uh, not divine. He was human. And those two natures were in him. And he did that because he is the what's called the perfect Adam. You know, Adam and Eve were the first people created, and Adam and Eve sinned, and Adam and Eve got old and died because of their sin. But the new man, the better man, is Jesus Christ. He came as God and man, and he lived a sinless life, and then he suffered and died for our sins. And so we find out then that Jesus' beginning was miraculous, that a virgin gave birth. I mean, who's ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> right. Nathan, what a great point. And that's why, uh, you know, I love different versions of the Bible, but I really, I think some of the newer versions have done a disservice. When they changed certain wordings around, uh, you know, from a young, uh, from a virgin to a young woman or a young maiden, and just, that just takes the miracle right out, right? Exactly, and then that's a poor translation too, because it's very clearly, it says again, again, she was found with a child, uh, it, uh, they didn't, basically in two different places, it says they didn't lie together, in other words, uh, right. I'll just say, if I can say it on your radio show, they didn't have sex, they yeah. didn't hurt you, <laughs> and, uh, you know, sorry if I can't say that on the radio, but they didn't, and, and that's the miracle of it, and so many liberal theologians, liberal Christians try to explain, oh, Jesus was just a man, the Holy Spirit came on him and made him powerful and he died and his spirit went on with his body. That's not, not the way the Bible teaches at all. The Bible teaches that Jesus began as a miracle and that's the Holy Spirit uh, putting the Son of God inside Mary and she gave a virgin birth and she didn't have any sexual relations with anybody, with her husband, 
uh, until after Jesus was born, and then we read about Jesus as at least four brothers and two sisters. Absolutely. And Nathan, that is a good point. And I think it's okay for us to talk a little bit about sex on radio or TV because people <laughs> get it anyway from all these other uh, crazy programs on television, right? <laughs> right, that's true, man. I, Christians spend a lot of time talking about sex, so much so that I think we talk about it more than the secular world. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's kind of important because this is a miracle, that the yes. miracle of Jesus was... was and if he didn't have the virgin birth, then Jesus wasn't divine. And if he wasn't divine, then his death is meaningless. That is an excellent point. And this is why for us, this is such an important time of the year, uh, because it just gives credibility to the Bible. We have historical evidence. I mean, just everywhere you turn, right, Nathan? Jesus has had more of an impact in this world, in this whole world, than anybody else throughout history. Oh, I, you think about the billion or so people that believe in Jesus as their Savior today and throughout the last 2,000 years. Uh, you would think that some poor carpenter from some backwoods area and, in a backwards town that was on 500 people that nobody heard of, and yet he became the major influence that tore down uh, Israel's false government and tore down the Roman Empire that conquered nations and conquered the hearts of people throughout the world and did that all through peace, through his love, not through the sword, but through love. That is God. That is God incarnate. And it's, uh, it blows my mind every time I think about it. Isn't that amazing? And you know, Nathan, when you read for us there uh, verses 21 through 23, I just love because the Bible tells us, uh, uh, it says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, verse 23. And it shall call his name is Manuel, which is translated, a God with us. And Nathan, what I love about it is too, that in Isaiah chapter 7 and Isaiah chapter 9, it also gives us other uh, titles of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's Isaiah 7, uh, 14 talks about, again, what you just read to us regarding this incredible sign. And then also Isaiah chapter 9 uh, as well, uh, verse uh, uh uh, six also speaks to us about this incredible prophecy, and, and I just love because you know we read in Isaiah uh, nine seven of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end, and upon the throne of David and over his kingdom uh, to order and establish it with judgment and justice from this time forth ever for the zeal of the Lord of hosts is upon me. And, and Nathan, one of the, the, the titles uh, used for Jesus also the Prince of Peace, and today's world is, is in so much need of peace, right, Nathan? Well, one of the signs that Jesus gave as we got closer and closer to his return that uh, wars and rumors of wars would increase, famines, natural disasters, plagues, uh, political unrest, persecution of, of his followers, that would continue to grow and grow. And brother, uh, it's hard to watch the news. I, yeah. I keep up on it all the time, and it's just, and it's just hard to look out that world. And, and so it's such a wonderful reminder when we get to Christmas time. Remember that Christmas, and sadly the last Barna report said that about 75% of people polled believe that Christmas was about family and tradition. And only about 15% believe it's about Jesus' birth. Oh. That's sad. That's sad. But for me, Jesus' birth allowed Jesus to have victory over sin, which gives us salvation, and the promise of his kingdom of peace, righteousness, and justice that's coming. And that, brother, gives me hope for the future and hope for today because we live in terrible times and we need all the hope we can get. That is what, what a wonderful reminder. Nathan, that's why I, I shared with you earlier how sad I've been this week regarding the news that is coming out with the Islamic movement, how they're just 
killing children and innocent people. And we find that the answer to these problems is Jesus, right? It is. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of terrifying as people see uh, Islamic terror increasing around the world. We saw the, the cafe down in Australia where uh, a guy claimed himself to be a sheik, held him hostage, and two people died trying to stop him, and they were heroes. We read about uh, uh, Taliban, which is uh, well, the group we pushed out of Afghanistan, and they, they hate any education whatsoever, so they attacked a school and killed over 140 wow. kids and teachers. We read about Nigeria and Boko Haram, uh, goes through Christian village after Christian village, killing the Christians with machetes and bombs. We read about terrorist attack all over the world and the fear that people have of terrorism, so much so that I would say our liberal establishment is quaking in fear and trying to appease them at every opportunity. The world is terrified right now. People live in fear. But we try to remember that we have the Prince of Peace. We have the hope of Jesus defeating the enemies of the world and establishing a government of peace, righteousness, and justice. And that, brother, is what Christmas is all about. Mm, I love it. And Nathan, and that greatest gift of all is available uh, today, right, Nathan? Right. Now, Jesus said that, it, that uh, God so loved the world that he sent his one and only Son, and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. What hope is that, man? That, that, is just, that is incredible that, to know that Jesus Christ loves us that much that he gave up so much to become a baby, to suffer and die for us, to have the sins of the world put on himself. Can you imagine? You're clean, you're pure, there's nothing, no dirt on you, and then you have all the dirt of the world poured on you. That's what happened to Jesus on the cross. And he did it because God loved us. Yes. Well, Nathan, and that's why we pray that individuals that are tuned into the program will recognize this. This is what it's all about. Christmas, we love the gifts. Uh, I don't have anything uh, against gifts, right, Nathan? I don't have anything against a celebration. I don't have, but if, if we're focusing only on that and we're missing uh, the, the greatest gift, which is Jesus Christ, and we're doing a disservice. So that's why we do this program is so that you, the listeners, those of you that are watching, would uh, raise up the banner uh, this Christmas and let people know what Christmas is all about. It's about a great Savior, a God that came to earth, became uh, through a baby, became man, died on the cross for our sins to give us eternal life. And, and that's the, the good news, right, Nathan, that we're spreading. Amen, brother. That is the gospel message. That's why it's called the good news, the good news of Jesus Christ. You know, what else we do is get bad news all the time. Right? <laughs> right? It's all good news. We, uh, we can get bogged down in the prophecies about the destruction and the end of the world that we're bringing upon ourselves because of our evil desires, our rebelliousness, our sin. But when Jesus returns, he defeats evil and sets up a kingdom on this earth of peace, righteousness, and justice. Just like those prophecies you read in Isaiah. He is the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, and that, brother, gives us hope. Absolutely. And Nathan, and the reason why we want to focus a little bit on, on this incredible uh, prophetic birth is because we know that there's people out there that are lacking peace. They're turning to drugs and alcohol, pornography, trying to fill a void in their heart, which they will never be able to fill with those things. Right, Nathan? They're empty and meaningless. You get a little high, you know, you get a little buzz. What good is that going to do you? You'll just be right back into the problem. That, that It fixes the symptoms, but the source of people's depression the source of their problems and their emptiness is that they're not connected to why they were created. Yes. The Bible says that we were created to have fellowship with God. Mm. And when we are an enemy with God, when we're rebellion against God, the very reason for our existence isn't being met. And that leaves us feeling hollow and empty, and nothing can fill that hollowness. 
only surrendering our lives to Jesus Christ and letting his love purify us is what makes us whole and complete and gives us hope for the future. Wow, what a great way to put it, Nathan. And that's why we encourage any of you that are tuned into the program, turn to Christ today where there's still hope. Uh, he loves you. He has a plan for your life. And simply believing and trusting in him, uh, the Bible says that God will give you eternal life. And Nathan, in our previous program, you shared a brief invitation for those that were tuned in. And maybe you can do that again for maybe someone that is watching and just tuned into the second segment of the program. They don't have a relationship with the Lord. Can you walk them through, Nathan, how they can come to know God personally? Well, first they have to realize that, that they're a sinner. And when I say sin, sin is rebellion against God. Not just actions, but heart. Does your heart want to do the things it wants to do and not what the things God thinks is best for you to do? And when we live in rebellion against God, and we are, as the Bible says, live in enmity with God. We are God's enemies. And we cannot spend eternity with our enemy, you know? That's why God, he wanted to restore the fellowship of, of man to God, just like God in the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve walked and talked, and that fellowship face-to-face -face with God. God wants that restored, and he did so by sending his perfect son, Jesus Christ, to be born of a virgin, to be raised as a human, to suffer and die, and take the sins of the world upon him, and then beat that death by coming back to life again. We have a risen Savior, man. We, that is, no, there's no such thing as if Buddha didn't come back to life, Muhammad didn't come, Confucius, they're all dead and buried, but Jesus Christ is alive. And because of that, if we put our faith and trust in him, he promises to cleanse us of our sins, to take the punishment on himself, so we have a not guilty verdict, Amen. and then we can be with him forever in heaven. Praise the Lord, that is the hope, that is the message of the good news of Jesus Christ. Ooh, and I'm jumping for joy here at the station, Nathan, so that is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see you doing it, too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, but it, it is great news. You know, Nathan, one of the things is I, um, I came out of a Catholic background, and we oftentimes had Jesus still hanging on a cross. But that's not the case anymore, right? No, and it's a shame, too, that, that some groups like the Catholics keep Jesus on the cross, or they right. keep him as a baby. Sure, he went through those stages, but the real victory of Jesus was the resurrection, by coming back to life, by defeating sin. That's right. We also defeat the death in our lives, and we become saved, and we have that hope in the future. We have the, the righteousness, and, and it's exciting, man. I, I, Christmas is a time to be excited. Yes. Sure, there's presents and family and tradition, and, and that's all fun, good music, good food, but the real hope is Jesus Christ. It's his birthday. It's all about him. And that is the real gift. Praise the Lord. That is awesome. You know, Nathan, I know we only have a few more minutes left of the program, but Matthew uh, 1, when you read for us those uh, uh, verses, I just thought they were wonderful because it's a great reminder to know that God is with us. Uh, and, and in verse 23, it says, uh, you shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God is with us. So we're not alone, right? Nathan, when Jesus left, he left us his Holy Spirit, and he's still with us today. Exactly. We are not abandoned. Sure, we cannot see Jesus Christ right now, but we can see the work of Jesus Christ Amen. through us. It's like you can't see the wind, but you can see the trees rustle. You can feel the blowing on you. And right now, that's the stage we're at, why we wait for Jesus' return. He's given us his Holy Spirit, and we know that in one day he will return in person, we will see his victory, and we will get to rule and reign with Jesus Christ to his millennial kingdom. And that, man, is exciting. And I pray that anyone who's out there listening or watching, 
grab hold of that promise today. If they haven't, man, give up that, that old rusty penny of a life you're holding on to and accept the bounty that Jesus has in knowing him as Savior. That is your future. That will fix the depression, the sadness, right. the emptiness. It's Jesus Christ that's the part that's missing. Uh, accept him today because it's your only hope for the future. Wow, that is amazing. You know, Nathan, I love, of course, that Jesus, you know, we there was a mandate that was left for us to do in Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and on. It's to go forth and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. It says there in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all these things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Uh, amen. So, Nathan, amen. man, thank you so much. for uh, That was a, a wonderful uh, way to put it in terms of hope. And we pray that anybody that is watching recognizes that the reason why we do this program is not about gloom and doom, but it's about hope, and the hope is Jesus Christ. And Nathan, as we get ready to close, any, uh, any words of encouragement for these holidays, for Christmas, as we talk about this prophetic birth, again, for anyone else that might be tuned uh, to this program? Well, you know, brother, I, when I talked to you earlier, you sound so bummed out about the, the murders <laughs> in Pakistan and, and in Australia, and, and I've never heard you down. You're like the most happy guy I've ever met, always enthusiastic, always uh, optimistic. And but you sounded down, man, and now you sound excited and alive again because you understand and, and you've always understood, but maybe you needed a reminder of the hope that God brings at Christmas time. And I pray that everybody out there gets that same hope you do, gets that same optimism and excitement for life because, yeah, the world is, is a rotten mess, but Jesus is going to fix that. He's going to change that. He's going to defeat evil. Uh, but we need to be on board with that and give our lives to Jesus Christ. Amen. And Nathan, you're absolutely right. Sin brings us down. And when I when I notice that people are not paying attention to these signs of the times, it brings me a little down because we need to wake up and recognize uh, how little time we have left, right? There's not much time. The signs of the time clearly point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. We want to go with Jesus Christ in the rapture of the church when he comes and takes the church to heaven. We don't want to be left behind. And so I pray that everyone will give their lives to Jesus Christ today. Amen. And the call is urgent. And Nathan, of course, as I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, time just goes so fast and I'm always yeah. bummed out that it's like we're just warming up, right? <laughs> we can keep going. Yeah. We can keep going. But unfortunately, time is out and uh, I ran out. And Nathan, I thank you so much for being part of the second segment of this program as we talked about a prophetic birth. And it's always a pleasure to have you on, Nathan. And may the Lord bless you. The pleasure of all mine, brother. Have a great and merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Again, you're tuned in uh, to the Truthful City Street Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones. And we want to thank you all for tuning in for today's program. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make His face shine upon you. Have a wonderful Christmas, and we will see you soon. Again, get a hold of us at 305-992-9.